All right, guys, welcome to the Corporate Quitters Podcast. This is episode zero. Now, I know what you're thinking. It should start with one, right? Well, this is episode zero because this is just me, no guest. I'm your gracious host, Robert Berry, and the purpose of this episode is to tell you guys what the podcast is really about and what you can expect. Over the last week or so, I've introduced a lot of trailers so that you can see the wonderful guest that I've interviewed. Those interviews are life-changing, life-altering. Just I've been able to meet some wonderful people. A lot of people think that the Corporate Quitters podcast is telling everyone to just go out, quit their job, Do whatever you want to do and live a great life. And while I do want you to live a great life, I don't want you to just quit your job. So let me explain what the corporate quitters is all about. It's about quitting on three different levels. You may need to quit on one level or you may need to quit on all three. Who knows? Only you know. But first, let's take that person that's sitting in the job that they hate day in and day out. They go to work unfulfilled. They're complaining to everyone. They're making their life miserable, miserable at work as well as everyone else around them. But the problem is not everyone else. The problem is, well, it's you. You see, you have limiting beliefs that are stopping you from excelling in life. And you are now projecting your anger out on everyone else, which is causing you to have a bad time in the workplace. So what do I mean by that? For example, you have that person who's stuck in a job, really needs to go back to school and get a little bit more education in order to advance. And instead of going back to school, they sit and complain and blame everyone else. Oh, if I only had time to go back to school or if I didn't have whatever excuse they make up. These people are counterproductive on your teams. And if you are this person, you need to quit the limiting beliefs. Whatever it is that you want to do, develop a plan. You most likely can do it. Tell someone else what your plans are and ask for help. There's so many people in this world that are willing to help you. So the first stage in quitting is quit those limiting beliefs that you have that are holding you back. It's as simple as that. You see, the corporate quitters is not that complicated. That's your first level of quitting. But let's say you've done some self-reflection and now you're at a stage where you're looking around and most of the people around you are really still crazy and it's not you. (laughs) Maybe, just maybe, maybe your company's okay and you need to switch departments. Maybe now you've gotten some more skills and you can get that promotion that you really wanted. Maybe you've become a healthier and happier person and it's time for you to leave that department that you're in. Or maybe the company, maybe you've outgrown it and it's time to switch to another company. But the second stage of quitting is growing as a person and realizing what it is that you were meant to do and be in life and chasing that. Whether it's at your same company or at another company, that is your second stage of quitting. Now, your third stage is maybe you developed a lot of skills that you feel can benefit the world and maybe you're being constrained by a company. Maybe you do need to start your own thing. Maybe it's a consulting firm. Maybe it's a clothing store. Who knows? But that's the third stage of quitting and that's really working for yourself. So the corporate quitters 
is really about quitting all the nonsense that you believe in a corporate environment. For corporations and those in charge, it's quitting doing all these things to your employees that are counterproductive. So I'll tell you a story. Personally, when I started to realize that some of this stuff that we do and say is just crappy and we need to quit it. So I was working for this one company and I've always loved what I do. So I've spent the bulk of my career as an auditor. And I know when you hear that, you probably cringe because you think IRS auditor. But for me, it was more so like we were internal consultants. And that's what good auditors are. And I worked for this one company and I was doing a good job. At least I thought I was. They told me I was, as a matter of fact. So I was doing a good job. But I liked what I do so much. I started doing a lot of different things. I started writing a lot of articles. I started presenting at a lot of conferences. And I actually started a blog. Yeah, I know that sounds kind of boring, right? An auditor with a blog. But I started a blog. And this was uh, many, many, many years ago. Not many people were doing that. But I also had a presence on Twitter. So I was tweeting a lot. So I would write articles every other weeks, uh, usually. So two to four times per month, I was putting out articles that I was writing. And on Twitter, I was active anywhere from two to three times per day, Monday through Friday. So five days a week. I remember being summoned to the CEO's office. The CEO and another executive was in the office. And I'm wondering, why am I being summoned? You always hate those meetings when they don't tell you what you're going to talk about. You know that those are always going to be trouble, right? You just cringe. So I walk in the office and they they say to me, we understand that you are pretty active on Twitter. So I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> like what of it? So I say, yes, I am active on Twitter. Can you give me a hand? Like what what's going on? Well, why are you active on Twitter? And my response must have shocked them because my response was, I really like what I do and I want to help other people do it better. And I want to talk to other people and network. Like it's kind of made sense. And so they kind of shook their heads. They understood. Then the CEO said, well, we see that you're tweeting a lot. Like during the day. And I said, well, and then something just told me, be quiet and listen. So I got quiet and I started listening. And he said, yeah, you're, you're tweeting a lot during the day when you should be working. And so I said to myself. Okay, so they're not talking about my performance. They're talking about the fact that I'm tweeting. Now, this is interesting. And so something just told me to ask this really good question. So those of you guys who know me, I'm all about asking good questions. I actually wrote a book on it. Ask better questions, get better answers, perform better audits. The number one book about asking questions for auditors. Yeah. Shameless plug. I know. I know. Right. I know. So something told me, though, ask ask a question. And so I asked the question. I said, okay, we're here talking about Twitter, but help me understand 
is there an issue with my performance here? Like, am I performing bad? And the CEO looked at me and he said, no, everybody seems to really like and respect you here. So there's no performance issue. Now, I'm one of these people where I like to get down to the root cause of issues. Don't sugarcoat stuff with me. Don't don't play around. Don't beat around the bush. And so I said, well, if it's not a performance issue, then what's the problem? Everything is being turned on on time. Everything is being turned in on time and the work is good is what you're saying. So we're here to talk about Twitter. I don't understand. That doesn't make sense. In other words, I was saying, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Why am I here? Like, what are we here to talk about? So. Um, he told me that the concern was that I'm doing things for myself personally while I am at work. Now, here's where it gets really interesting, because in my head, I started thinking, yeah, but is that really true? Because I'm a salaried employee. I'm paid to do a job. Now, are you paying me for my presence to literally be here and be seen? Or are you paying me for performance? Because if I'm performing and that's what you're paying me for, then why are we having this conversation? But I didn't say that out loud. I'm still taking it all in to myself. And just wondering, why am I really and truly here? Never mind the fact that if I needed to stay late, which I did a lot, or if I needed to work on weekends, or if you needed to call my cell phone late at night because something has happened, that was okay. But it wouldn't have been okay for me to tweet in the middle of the day, which takes like, what, 60 seconds. But here's where it gets even better. I wasn't actually tweeting at work. I was using a scheduler. And so on Sundays, I would sit down and prepare all of my content for the week and I would schedule it to post. I then communicated that to the CEO. I even pulled out my phone and showed him the Hootsuite app because that's what I was using at that point in time. And I said, see, here are the posts that are scheduled to go out today, tomorrow and the rest of the week. He understood at that moment. And what had happened was he didn't know. Someone just told him something and he was just following up and asking questions. But the thought to me was, why would that matter if at the beginning of the conversation we already established there was nothing wrong with the performance? This is the kind of corporate crap that I talk about that companies partake in that is it's kind of detrimental. Let me explain what I mean by that. You had someone in me. Now, granted, I, let me just say this, too. I love that organization. Really good people there. After this, we we actually straightened everything out and we were OK. What I'm saying, though, is the fact that people are having conversations like this is really odd. So you had someone who loved what he did loved what I did so much so that I was doing stuff outside of work that actually could benefit that organization and me personally. Let's not get that wrong either, because I had appeared in magazines. People were asking me to speak at conferences. And if I look good as an individual employee, the entire company looked good. But most companies frown on employees who have outside interest. Now, here's what made even less sense to me. Nowadays, I'm a speaker and a trainer. But even then, I developed 
some online training because there was some training that I needed to do. I developed some training and put it online so that we could be more efficient in our department. So this was an interest I had outside of work that I brought to work and implemented at work to make things more efficient. Again, this place, they actually embraced that because they were good folks. They just wanted to get an understanding of it. But why was it such an issue to begin with? There are so many companies out there that have people that have interest outside of work that if you allowed them to incorporate those interests at work, they would be much better employees. When the pandemic started, there are people who worked from home and were more productive from home because they had the ability to flex their schedule the way that they wanted to. There are people who work in large cities who no longer had to commute and had extra time in their day. I teach one course on how to work remote. I had people in there that said they no longer had to commute four hours a day into New York City and out of New York City, and they were able to actually have breakfast with their children. They were actually able to spend time with their spouses. When I say corporate quitters, the initial thing is quit the limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Corporations believe so many things that are holding them back from unleashing all of the creativity and productivity in their employees. And it is sad. So that's the first thing we need to quit. The limiting beliefs. Corporations need to have more trust in their employees. Employees need to be more expressive at work when you see something that's wrong. There are a lot of things that we do. There are a lot of things that we believe that are holding us back. And once we start to become corporate quitters and we quit believing this nonsense, we can become more productive as people and in life. Now, I say all that to say another element is people who just want to quit. People who believe that they are better off spreading their gift to the world on their own. With this podcast, I've been able to interview so many wonderful people, and it's just the beginning. I have enough episodes already recorded to keep you guys entertained for quite some time from uh, Jessica Simpson, who owns the 10K Collective. She talks about how lonely it was at the top. You have to hear this woman talk about how she was driven in her career by fear, not by purpose or passion, but by fear, afraid of not experiencing the uh, almost poverty that she experienced as a child. To hear Catherine O'Donnell talk about not learning how to read until she was in the fifth grade. And now she owns her own company where she helps high net worth individuals, rich people, (laughs) uh, uh, find organizations that they want to donate money to. And she helps uh, uh, steward those relationships to Brian Masseri. And I think I got your name right this time, Brian, who used to be a firefighter who went from putting out fires literally and also figuratively in life. He was a firefighter in Iraq. He 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 just has a great life. He has a show on YouTube that he does every morning. It's called This Life of Brian, where for about one minute, one to two minutes, you get a really good life lesson to uh, to Doreen Benamara, who uh, talks about being one of the only women working 
in a job not in the White House, but for the White House, where she spearheaded specific uh, projects and campaigns. Uh, Stephen Liu, this, this young man is amazing. He's an engineer, and as an engineer, he speaks like three different languages, but he used to be a shy introvert, and he taught himself how to break out of his shell, and now he has a live show on uh, LinkedIn. He uh, he's a he's a career coach. He has just simply transformed his life and he still has a day job and his company is OK with both of these things, with him working and with him pursuing his passions outside of work, because pursuing his passion outside of work helped him to actually become a better employee at work. You have to hear his episode when he talks about how he applied for this leadership program and initially he was rejected. But after he worked on himself. You'll just have to listen to it to find out what happened. And then Rex Jones. Rex is this master. Uh, uh, God, I was going to say a computer programmer. He's not a computer programmer. He's a QA tester. So he tests computer programs. Rex is one of the most amazing people I've met. He still has a day job as well. But he quit believing that you have to sit here all day and not pursue passions outside of work. He's written, you see, the five, six or seven books. I lose count teaching people about. QA testing and programming. And if you look at his reviews on Amazon, oh my goodness, he has multiple five-star reviews. One of his books has over a hundred reviews or it's like 80 or a hundred, something like that. People buying his books from India to the UK, all over the globe. And again, Rex and Steven still have jobs, but their employers realize that you are more than just the job you do for them. You are one whole person and you bring your whole self to the workplace and you should be able to do things that intrigue and reward you. You should be able to do things that you enjoy. So look, guys, the Corporate Quitters podcast is a podcast where I interview a lot of people who have gifts that they are now sharing with the world, either while still working for companies and just doing it on the side. Some people aren't even getting paid. They're just doing it as a hobby. Some people have side companies. Some people have quit the corporate rat race altogether and have their own companies. But each of them has a unique story. That story is so intriguing, so fascinating. Every person that I've talked to so far has touched me in a way where I've grown as a person just by interacting with them. And everyone that has been a guest, I want to thank you. Everyone who will be a guest, I want to thank you. If you want to be a guest, reach out to me. Find me on LinkedIn. You have a story that needs to be told. The biggest thing for me is telling people's story, but then also connecting them with people who want to buy their products or services. So. If you like what I've said so far in episode zero and you think you want to be a regular Corporate Quitters podcast listener, go to go to the corporate dot com. Sign up for our newsletter. Um, you can even preview and listen to the podcast. There are a few episodes. There are a few trailers that are already out. By the time this comes out, hopefully we'll have some other episodes out and ready. Our first podcast full episode that's not me it's me and a guest will be released tuesday april the 6th 2021 and after that there'll be another one on thursday april the 8th and then we'll go weekly every tuesday you can expect to hear some great person telling me a fabulous and miraculous story that is sure to captivate and motivate you
Um, I'm approaching the 20 minute mark on episode zero and I don't want it to be too long. So I'm going to end it with this. TheCorporateQuitters.com. Go there. Check out our merch store. Yes, we have merch already. Uh, if you like this podcast and you want to donate to it, you can also donate there. You can buy me a cup of coffee for as little as five bucks a day. I feel like Sally Struthers, if any of you guys know who she is. So thank you for listening to episode zero. We look forward to having a great podcast career here with you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Corporate Quitters Podcast. If you like us, tell everybody you know. Better yet, head on over to the iTunes store and leave us a five-star review. It only takes a few seconds. I can do it with my eyes closed and both hands tied behind my back. So what are you waiting for? If you want to talk to us, leave us a voice message. You might be featured on the show. Check the link in the show notes. Want to carry us wherever you go? Check out the merch on our website. Get your I quit, O quit, or just plain quit stuff there. If you really, really like us, you can become a monthly contributor for less than a cup of coffee. Link is in the show notes. And last but not least, quit those limiting beliefs that are holding you back. And we're out. <laughs>